0: Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, May 14. This is Jim Ryan with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Fully vaccinated Oregonians can ditch their face masks in most public settings, Governor Kate Brown announced Thursday, aligning the state with new federal guidance on the ubiquitous mainstays of pandemic life. Beginning Thursday, Oregonians who are fully vaccinated no longer need to wear masks in public settings, with a few exceptions, including at hospitals, healthcare clinics, jails and prisons, long-term care facilities, and when riding on buses, trains, planes, or waiting in an airport. The full scope of the changes is not immediately clear, however, and spokespersons for the Oregon Health Authority and Brown did not directly answer detailed questions about how the changes will apply to businesses. But it appears Brown's announcement will soon cover retailers and other workplaces so long as they verify the vaccination status of employees and, potentially, customers. Brown said the Oregon Health Authority will provide updated guidance in the days ahead. Notably, the changes will not apply to schools. Oregon's top transportation decision makers on Thursday unanimously approved a plan to spend $3 million on 82nd Avenue this year to improve pedestrian crossings at several sections on the five-lane urban highway as soon as possible. They are also lowering the speed limit on the busy street and its entire route inside Portland city limits. The state expects to begin installing new speed limit signs on the roughly 8-mile stretch starting next week. Portland traffic officials in May 2020 requested speeds be lowered from 35 to 30 miles per hour, but state officials didn't approve that request until significant public pressure mounted in the wake of two fatalities on the highway in the span of less than two weeks last month. The Oregon House of Representatives on Thursday passed Senate Bill 704, which bans the LGBTQ panic defense. The bill now goes to Governor Kate Brown to sign into law. The bill states that the, quote, discovery of a victim's actual or perceived gender, gender identity, gender expression, or sexual orientation does not constitute reasonable explanation for extreme emotional disturbance for purposes of affirmative defense to murder in the second degree, end quote. Oregon will be the 14th state to prohibit the gay panic defense, which typically argues for diminished capacity because of a defendant's supposed fear of, or disgust over, a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. Students by the thousands appear to be steering clear of Oregon's public and community colleges this fall. Early figures suggest enrollment could be 5% lower this fall compared to a year ago, which itself was a historically bad year for Oregon higher education due to the pandemic. Through April, the state's public colleges had received the fewest financial aid applications since 2009, which administrators attributed to lingering concerns about the pandemic and the economic impact of the virus. The state's two highest profile universities, the University of Oregon and Oregon State University, say they're doing fine. Oregon State said it's enjoying record numbers of applications. The state's community colleges, on the other hand, may suffer the hardest blow. Financial aid applications from prospective community college students are down 44% from the same time last year. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com dot slash pod support.